Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. It's a podcast, an audio one in your ears. My name's Justin Winters. I had to start the podcast today because uh, my wife, Chrissy, like two minutes before we wanted to start talking, decided to turn into like a burp vomit machine or something. Okay. You puked in your mouth. <laughs> First you looked of all- at me and you're like, I puked in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, wait a minute. Backstory, backstory. <laughs> By the way, hi, I'm Christy McQueen. We were sitting here, and I was like, hold on, before we get started, like, let me get comfortable, let me, like, get in the right position, and then basically, it was, like, one bad thing after another. I leaned back, and I was like, ow, my shoulder, and then I looked at a light, and my eyes started watering, and it was like, my eyes are watering, and then I couldn't breathe, and then all of a sudden I, I started, like, burping and laughing at the same time, and it was too much, so I had a little bit of regurgitation. And that's it, and then Justin's like, do you need to go to the bathroom or something? And I was like, no, it's okay, like, I just swallowed it back down. He goes, you swallowed it? You hate vomiting! <laughs> and I was like, who likes vomiting? No, you're... Like, extremely anti-vomit. Like, some people will... They're sick, and they vomit, and they're like, yes, it'll hopefully it'll make me feel better. Yes. Seriously, you, you've never done that before? Where no. you're really sick, and you vomit, and you feel much better? For, like, two seconds, and then I feel worse again. Anyway. Well, we've had this conversation about what grosses you out more, poop or vomit? Vomit. Vomit. See? There you go. I can handle poop. Anyway, I just thought it was weird that we were right, getting ready to talk and you started, like, burping and regurgitating in your mouth and stuff. There was a, there's a lot going on when you're pregnant, okay? <laughs> oh, I understand. Oh. He, he says it like that. Oh, I understand. <laughs> it's a crazy ride, man. Crazy ride, folks. Hey, what, what did we watch this uh, weekend? Movies. Slash long weekend. We've kind of lost track of days, I think. <laughs> we really have. It's kind of like, oh yeah, we should watch a movie for the podcast. Remember that? And we go, yeah. And then we watch one, and then like two days later, it's like, oh, second movie? <laughs> podcast, yes. And honestly, I have to give Justin credit here, because for the past, what, however long we've been doing this, over a year, it's usually been me who is that person, and it's like, I just get forgetful and busy, and he's always keeping me on task. And now, I feel like I finally broke him. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, we have a podcast to do. We haven't watched anything. What do we do? And I'm like, oh, no, I did this to you, didn't I? Sorry. Womp, womp. Okay, anyway, what moving on. What are you talking about? I don't know. We are ADHD'd out tonight. I don't understand what you're talking about. What was the end? There wasn't. <laughs> There's never an end. Sometimes there is. It's a never-ending story. Which we did not watch this week. Now, here's what happened. 
most people will like just see these two movies and are like, what? What is Justin thinking? What? What happened? And I look back at it and I'm like, what did happen? I was like, <laughs> what was I thinking, number one? Number two, why was I thinking that? No, here's what happened. What usually prompts some of these things is I'll be talk. I said something about a movie or we saw something about a movie and Chrissy's like, I've never seen that. And so this weekend it was still Magnolia's because <laughs> it's insane that Chrissy hasn't seen this movie. Well, it was Mother's Day weekend, first of all. Yeah, we were thinking about my mom's. My mom loves still Magnolia's. And I think every single female I know in the South, I thought in the world, maybe not in the world. Maybe the South, the world of the South. 75% of females, I would estimate, have seen still Magnolia's. So Chrissy's a female. But she's also a drama nerd. And Steel Magnolias didn't start out as a movie. It's it was, a play. It's a play. Yes. What happened, Chrissy? Well, A, I'm a drama nerd, yes, but I'm primarily a musical theater nerd. Oh, shut your mouth. No, it's really Never true. Never mind. What? You, you asked. You like everything drama. Yeah, I know, but I'm not as well-learned. Well-learned? Well yes. Okay. In straight plays. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure... Not a really I, good excuse, but continue. No, I'm sure I'd heard somewhere in passing, oh, you know, Steel Magnolias is a great play. And I'm like, I've heard Our Town is a great play, and I've never seen that either. But this is twofold. You're also a female. <laughs> you keep bringing this to my attention. This is, like, not as egregious as Sleepless in Seattle, but it's pretty close. Girl okay. drama nerd. I like chick flicks, but sometimes when chicks get really into a certain flick and they get behind it and they're like, oh, that movie makes me cry every time. And they just want to like sit and eat bonbons with a box of Kleenex in groups of 30. I'm like, meh. That sounds great. That sounds like a great time. All right. Well, <laughs> clearly you've gone in my place in the past and that's how you have seen this. I haven't really eaten a lot of bonbons in my life. Are they very good? I don't know. It was a Peg Bundy thing. It's a Peg Bundy thing. Yeah, she always ate bonbons. She started the bonbon craze. Dude, it was a big deal on Married with Children. I know. Um, so, what did you think about Still Magnolias? So, wait a minute. So, so that's why we chose Still Magnolias. <laughs> yes. And uh, the people who I told it at work or um, in my life were like, "Wait, you saw what for the podcast?" Yeah. After a, how have you never seen that? B it was, did Justin pick that? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mother's Day, and it's one of my mom's favorite movies right now. Oh, uh, we're honoring you, Meemaw. So, but the original <laughs> double feature, after we saw the sequel on Elias, I was like, this is going to be a double downer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, how can I spin this? And I thought about, like, Shirley MacLaine movies, and I was like, eh. And I was like, Julia Roberts movies? And I'm like, I know. I'll pair it with one of the dumbest Julia Roberts movies ever. <laughs> See, you've already Actually, there, your opinion. There are dumber ones. Huh? Well, yeah, I was gonna say sleeping with the enemy, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll talk about that. I've seen this movie. That was like the third time I've seen it. Huh? It's, it just gets better and sweeter every time. I know. That's why I'm like, well, hold on. Who, who's to say this is the worst Julia Roberts movie? I didn't. I, I didn't say I could like it a lot. There are okay. movies that you like. So, which one do we want to talk about first? Let's go with Steel Magnolias. All right, we're going to talk about Steel Magnolias. What do you think about Steel Magnolias, Chrissy? I think about Steel Magnolias? Um, but it was... Huh. Everybody warned me. You are going to sob like the infant you're going to have when you watch this movie. 
And I didn't, and I think it was a deliberate choice because I didn't want to cry. I was in a mood where I'm like, I don't feel like crying. And so I just, like, started folding clothes and trying to, like, watch but not, like, get emotionally invested enough to cry. I knew that Julia Roberts dies. Spoiler alert, Julia Roberts dies in this movie. I knew that happened because everybody tells you that it happens. I thought it was a little strange that she dies of complications from diabetes at such a young age. Maybe we didn't have it as well managed back then as we do now, but I mean, I don't, you don't hear about young people always dying from complications related to diabetes, do you? She had a failed kidney. How do you know? They never said that. They, she had to get a transplant, like, and she had one of her moms, but... No, that's the assumption that the, the kidney didn't take. Someone was wrong with the kidney. Oh. How did you make that assumption? Because that wasn't ever made clear. Like, she just collapsed and then she was in a coma. I don't know. Is that the wrong assumption? I've seen this movie, like, 20 times. No, I'm sure there's a, an, an audience who will agree with you. But I, I was just curious, because I was like, really? I don't know. I think your heart may be made of stone. It is not made of stone. You didn't cry either. Are you made of stone? Again, I've seen it too many times. It's not a surprise at all. Uh, that being said, now that, I mean, it's funny when you're on the outside looking in. That being, I didn't grow up in the South, but I visited. Yeah. And I, and I kind of have a feel a little bit for what life must be like if you've lived there your whole life or you live there full time. Or you are, like, a southern woman. And... Uh-oh. This movie... Don't hold back. I really feel like... Some people who aren't from the South or haven't been might think it's a caricature of women from the South. I don't think it really is. I think that's kind of how it is. You all go to the little Dolly Parton salon... And you get your hair did and your nails did and then you gossip about the town and then there's the one woman who's always kind of like the one you don't really like but you include her anyway. Like, that is Southern women. Wow, you're so stereotypical. No, come on. You Okay, then expert. South expert. I'm you, not a South expert. You, expert. you grew up there. You tell me that you don't feel like that was indicative of how... Oh, yeah. So Some of it's exaggeration. Generation. Really? You think there's hyperbole? You don't think there's hyperbole? No? Hyperbole? What's hyperbole? wrong with you tonight? Ow, you can't fuck. say words. <laughs> what? I had something on my... It looked like a bug on my leg. Get off my case. What if it was a roach? I would have flipped it back in your face. I'd be like, we are moving. <laughs> That's not okay. Um, I love Still Magnolias, man. I like it a lot. Does it remind you of... I mean, it, it is... It is Basically, one wedding and one funeral, but I feel like... And a lot of hair in the, in between. Um, what are the main reasons I like this movie? Um, the main reasons are uh, Dolly Parton and Shirley McLean. I agree. Pretty much. Yeah, I agree. They carry the movie much more than Julia Roberts and Sally Field. You know, Julia Roberts, didn't she get, like, nominated for a Golden Globe or won a Golden Globe or something like this? Something crazy like that. I don't know. I was like, she's good, but... You kind of forget the Daryl Hannah. This isn't sleeping with the enemy. I mean, come on. (laughs) Oh, we'll get there. (laughs) But I feel like, um... I just... I, And I mean this in a really... In a kind way. I just feel like these are the type of women that your mom must have, like, hung out with in the 80s. Like, she must have been one of them. (laughs) 
Please tell me your mom was one of these women. I envision her as the Sally Field of the group. Possibly the Daryl Hannah if she was if she were like younger when it all happened. Oh man, well, my mom's not here to tell us which one she most associates herself with. She's not dead. She's just not in the room. I didn't say. I didn't. My did I infer that? Imply. Imply. Yes. My mom's not here to tell us which part should be. I think she's like a blending of Sally Field and Dolly Parton. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Dolly, Dolly Parton's a little spitfire. <laughs> but she's also really country. Oh, yeah. Total country spitfire. Shirley MacLaine is like crusty spitfire. Shirley MacLaine's probably my favorite part about the movie. Does she remind you of somebody that you know? Does she remind me of something? Um, Humor-wise, my... Grandmother. I was just gonna say Nana. Yeah. Shades of she, she Nana. She was angry and like bitter. Bitter and dirtier. That side's my mom. <laughs> so basically, if your mom and my mom were like the same person, they'd be Shirley MacLaine in Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Is that an accurate assumption slash description? My mom. I said my mom was like. No, I said my mom and oh Nana. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's close. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. What was your favorite... So, who was your favorite character? Oh, I agreed with you. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I felt like Dolly Parton and uh, Shirley MacLaine really kind of carried but the whole who's movie. your number one, Chrissy? I can only pick one? Yeah. I guess Dolly. She's Whoa. still sweeter. She's not as grating. I mean, Shirley, yeah, totally, like I said, carried it. But at the same time, high doses of her can be a little bit grating. <laughs> what else have you seen Shirley MacLaine in? That crazy book she wrote. The crazy book she wrote? Yes. What do you mean? Didn't she write a book about, like, aliens? <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> no, it's like Shirley MacLaine believes some crazy crap. What is it? It's like, I believe I was a Queen Sheba in a past life and... What? Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. The topic is Rhode Island, which is neither a road nor an island. It's Discuss. a book. Uh, we're talking about movies. You said it's a book that she wrote? I'm looking it up right now. Shirley Was she McLean. in it? What are we... <laughs> Crazy. See, it's the second thing to come up on Google. Like, I don't even have to finish typing in the word crazy, and she comes up right away. But I thought we were talking about movies. You're talking about her writing a book. Shirley McLean talks to dogs, and they talk back. I talk to dogs, and we, we talk to our dog, and she talks back. Maggie talks back. Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> what in the world? I know, you were asking me, and I said that she's crazy. She's crazy. Okay. She might be, like, crazy like Tom Cruise. That doesn't mean I don't love her. Uh... If she beat dogs, then I would be, you know. Well, we don't have to hate her. I didn't say that. I just said she was crazy. Okay. Number one, we were talking about a movie, not a book. Number two, we're we're talking about like the character, her movie, her her character in the movie. What are you doing? Would you I stop? Found it. No, I'm going to give you the info. You, I got it. Wait, what? Shirley MacLaine is famous both as an actress and for what is considered an unorthodox, interesting religious and spiritual life. She's often classified as quote new age. She has participated in many popular and obscure religious trends and is widely known for her writing about her past lives and belief in reincarnation. So? I told you. What is this about aliens? Where, when did the aliens come in? 
nice image. She talks about coming out of the closet. All right, well... Various sources have reported that Shirley MacLaine was a member of the Church of Scientology, but there are conflicting reports on this. MacLaine's pronouncements about her past lives and reincarnation are essentially in harmony with official Scientology doctrines. Given her history, it is entirely likely that she has participated in Scientology, but her entire religious biography is probably too eclectic to really define her as a member of a single denomination, whether the Church of Scientology or any other. Wow. Told you. She's cray-cray. All right, TMZ. You're welcome. Heart made of stone. TMZ. <laughs> You're like hating on everyone today. What are you talking about? I haven't hated on anybody. You hated on Julia Roberts. You didn't hate on Julia Roberts. You didn't. You, didn't, you were sad when she died. I were you, said I didn't were you cry. Happy? Were you happy? No, of course I was sad. But were I you just, excited? Just it. All I said was that I didn't cry because I knew that I would and I was in the mood to cry. You're on the verge. No, I did. I purposely knew she was going to die, so I like distracted myself. She like smile, like uh, what you would call it on Modern Family. She's oh dead. yes, I totally pulled a Julie Bowen. She's totally dead. I'm like, so then she collapsed, and did then you, she died. Did you like her mom haircut? Oh, that haircut when she cut it short, it was like that I was could, like the appropriate reaction, pretty much. Right? You could feel gasps across America, like <gasps> they cut her hair. Oh, why did she do that? That was such a mistake. I bet you had she known that she was going to die, she wouldn't have done it. Oh, Chrissy. Who wants to be buried for the rest of their lives in that haircut? She's going to turn to dust anyway. Eventually. (laughs) In the meantime. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this an open casket type thing where you're just embarrassed that you would have that haircut? I think that open caskets in general are really awkward and weird. You and think so? Horrible. Yeah, you think so means yes. They <laughs> are very. Well, I, even even worse is now they have those drive-through viewings now. What? Yes. Like a Chick Fil A. <laughs> I think it's like a, almost like a brew-through. Remember when we talked about brew-throughs where you drive through? It's like a small building with your truck and they put beer they get, they sell you beer well, I vaguely this, remember well, that this place you drive through and they have the viewing right there I think you can just see it from your car that's like the worst that's like the, the car wash that you sit in there's definitely not strippers at this <laughs> funeral viewing sorry I didn't bring a Harper's car wash I just brought the kind of that you drive through and you get to be in the car and this was like the owner of Harper's or something oh my god Does this mark like the fourth podcast on which we brought up the stripper car wash in North Carolina? Where was that in Steel Magnolias? Oh, man. That was in the deleted scene. Let's talk about Julia Roberts' husband in this movie. Let's talk about him. I feel like he is the weakest link. Goodbye. Really? I do. In acting-wise? Just all around. Like, Dylan McDermott? Yeah. His kid. (laughs) (laughs) You're next, Dylan McDermott. (laughs) I knew it. <laughs> no. All right, so you hate Julia Roberts. I don't. In this movie. Oh my god! I didn't say I hated anybody. You hate that Shirley MacLaine believes in aliens, or <laughs> allegedly, Chrissy says. I'm not. And then you read her Wikipedia slash TMZ entry. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I never said I hated Julia Roberts. I said I distracted myself so I wouldn't cry because I anticipated that happening. I didn't feel like it. Secondly, all I said was Shirley MacLaine was cray-cray. And she is. Thirdly. But she's great. She's very entertaining. Great. 
we've, we've established that's wonderful. Now, <laughs> now Dylan McDermott. Now on to Dylan McDermott. Bring the hate. What's wrong with Dylan McDermott? I'm not McDermott? bringing the hate. I'm just saying his character was the weakest link. Goodbye. Okay, well. His, okay, all around. First of all. He had to continue life. As a single dad. No, well, first of all, I'm saying the whole encompassing character. Okay. Was not well developed. Like, we had no idea why Julia wanted to be with him. We didn't even know anything about him other than that he was a lawyer in Louisiana. Well, number one, he's a lawyer in Louisiana. Number two, he looks like Dylan McDermott. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> could be a heterosexual guy and recognize that many a woman, those two things put together... Tom Cruise's character in The Firm was also a lawyer and looked like Tom Cruise. And he had some issues. Well, he had a lot of issues in that movie. Yeah, this guy has no issues. Or if he does, we don't know about them. Well, now he has issues because he's having to raise his son alone. No, and that's the other thing. Like, they announced that they're pregnant. He's just like, yay. He's like along for the ride, basically. And then they have the baby. And then she is in the hospital and, like, he can't be in the room with her when he dies because he's too sensitive. He dies. She dies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to be in the room with him when he dies. <laughs> My She's going to be uh, with her mommy haircut in the ground. Oh. You brought it up. Jeez, <laughs> oh, don't get all mad. I'm saying, like, I'm sorry. If I were on a ventilator, like, being kept alive... Completely by life support. No hope. We, you know, been trying to bring me back for a while and it was clear it was not going to happen. And they're about to pull the plug. Justin. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where am I? Yes. I'm dead, apparently, <laughs> according to you. No. He can't be in the same room with her when he dies. No, I'm asking you, where are you? If this is our life and that, that happens to me. I'm right there next to you. As I die. Yes. I'm not going to leave you. Like he did. Okay. Maybe his character isn't underdeveloped. Maybe he's just a douche. Maybe. He, Maybe I do hate him. You, I mean, you're free to hate as much as you like. And the father didn't stay either. That's your child in there. The only one who stays is Sally Field, the mom. I Well, I would totally agree. We are both more Sally Field, apparently. I'm going to cry now. Okay. So, let's talk about the two best scenes in this movie. Okay. Number one is when they're all at the <laughs> salon and she has her like... Which ki- which time? There, there were a few times and they I were all I think it was the, the one where she had to get her juice and stuff. Like, that was like a long scene. Oh, the the they were gossiping beforehand and then all of a sudden she yeah. started to go into shock? Yeah. yeah. And she ruined her hair. She ruined her hair. I can't remember what they talked about. Yeah, but it, it was just, yeah. Think about this great. movie. You're just like, I kind of want to hang out with these ladies. <laughs> like I've always said, even when I was young, and I knew that my, I don't know if my grandparents always did, but I know f- friends of theirs did, and maybe they joined occasionally. But they'd have like a once a week Hardee's group where they'd get their free coffee and like a biscuit, and they just old people talking about stuff. You mean Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr.'s. Yeah, that's what... Same thing. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, these ladies... Um, this is like before I, the I want to hang with them. I want to get my hair cut. Let's I, do it. I feel like this is before the advent of Starbucks. Like, the modern version of this would be like, once a week they all meet for coffee at Starbucks. Or like when Sex and the City that's, was on there. That's going to be in the remake. 
Oh god, they don't. They shouldn't remake this. Um, I don't think it's gonna be in the coffee shop, but they are actually remaking this with a uh, African American cast. Oh, okay. I think, I think Lifetime's doing it. Well, that's different. That's okay. It's like that one, the death at a funeral. Thing. Right. I was gonna say that's different. I get it. You know, if you're re- if if you're remaking it because you're reinventing it, yeah, that's one thing. But if they were just gonna remake it and try to kind of copy the same thing and just modern it up, like that would be stupid. Really. This I is think. a classic. This shit that shouldn't be touched. Then, uh, yeah, like I said, unless you're reinventing it, which is kind of what they seem to be doing. Uh, so, what do you think is the best scene in the movie? And it better be the best scene that I'm thinking of. Um, I'm just, see, this is hard because I'm I'm trying to figure out whether or not you're thinking as of best as the funniest or best as in most heart wrenching or best all around. What is your favorite scene? I have to think about it. You put me on the spot, Justin. What in the hell do you think this podcast is about? <laughs> I don't know what's talking, putting me on the talking, spot. Talking about puking in your mouth? <laughs> Clearly, I've got that down. Talking about alien, believing in aliens and... <laughs> hey, getting sidetracked is my job. That's what I've been bringing to this podcast. Heading dead mommies with bad haircuts? I assume you're going to say the scene at, after the funeral. Yes. Okay. Where, yeah, she was like, punch her in the face. Well, that's the one of the good parts of it, but. But that whole thing where Sally just, Field Sally feels like, it. I want my Oscar. Yeah. Let me have my Oscar. I agree. That was the best scene in the movie because it's poignant, it's dramatic, it's so sad, and then it gets hilarious. Like, unintentionally and then intentionally all at the same time. Yeah. That didn't even make a whole lot of sense, but it is great. I can't encompass, I can't like fully encompass what it, that scene is, but you're right. And it didn't have Dean, uh, whatchamacallit? Douchey McDermott. Douchey McDermott in it, according to you. Well, based on that, who leaves the room when your wife that you supposedly love is dying? Because I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it, man. Yeah, I mean, what? He had a Hardee's date to go to. He was like, this is getting in the way of my Hardy's coffee group. Come on. That's, that would be awesome to have your own heart. What does Brooklyn think about that? Holy crap. She's trying to like bust out. Our daughter is kicking us or me, not Justin. That would be weird. <laughs> During this <laughs> podcast. Inside my cow. <laughs> Good foot away. <laughs> She's a ventriloquist. Brooklyn? Or does that make her a puppeteer and you're her puppet? I don't know. Teleport. She teleported across the... I don't know, but pregnancy is weird, y'all. I have this, like, big lump right under my hand, and I don't know what body part it is, whether it's a tush or a knee or a head. I don't think it's the head. Luckily, unlike uh, Julia Roberts' character in Still Magnolias, <laughs> it was okay for Christy to get pregnant. Until, so until, oh, my ribs. Until, ow. I peeked in my mouth. Those aren't monkey bars. Those are my ribs. I need them. Maybe she's excited about seeing Still Magnolia someday. But that's, maybe that's what she'll she's She'll probably only know the new one. She'll be like, what? There's an old, there's an old Still Magnolias with Julia Roberts? Why are they white? Why are they white? <laughs> It'll be something like that. It's true. Maybe that's why she's been trying to bust out. She sees that we're watching all these great movies and is like, I want to see him. Oh, man. So what do you give Steel Magnolias? What would I give Steel Magnolias? Yes. 
Um, I like a B plus. I agree. Yeah. I feel like we should have done a dramatic reading from this and we missed the boat. It's, I mean, you, I'm sure other people have dealt with, like, your mom wants to watch a movie. It's a, sometimes can be the same movie a lot. So it's beneficial if that movie is actually good. <laughs> As opposed to something that sucks. And you're oh, just it's like, beneficial. I thought you said it's like been official. Sure. That too, I guess. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, what do you want to watch for some analysis? Okay, at least it's got Dolly Parton and Shirley MacLaine in it. And Douchey McDermott. And Douchey McDermott. And bad haircuts. Your mom and my mom are so different that way. Yeah, I could totally see your mom being like, oh, let's watch Steel Magnolias again. That's such a great movie. <laughs> She also likes Mrs. Doubtfire. And let's watch Mrs. Doubtfire. That Robin Williams is so funny. Oh, man. And my mom's it's like... It's hilarious watching movies with her, though, so it's fun. And my mom's like, let's watch Zodiac. <laughs> Can we watch that again? That was a great movie. How about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You know, I was around for that. Let's watch Grindhouse. Do you remember when we saw Grindhouse? Like, that's that's what my mom would want to watch over and over again. That Well, that was awesome. That was a great Easter. <laughs> I think it was one of those things where I was like, do you want to go see? And she's like, yes. And I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like The Miss, the most depressing Easter <laughs> ever. What was the movie with um, Mark Wahlberg? No, wait, not Mark. I take that back. Um, Basketball Diaries. No. Fear? No. And not Mark your mom, Wahlberg. Your mom loved Fear. She, yeah. I'm talking about the movie that came out a couple years ago. Actually, it was Casey Affleck. What? And I think Ben Affleck directed about the little girl who was kidnapped. Gone, baby, gone. Yes, I cannot even tell you. It, I mean, I'm. I think a year of my life was spent calling what? my mom, being like, "Hey, mom, how's it going?" She's like, "Good." Have you seen Gone, Baby, Gone yet? Or when can I see Gone, Baby, Gone? Or do you have Gone, Baby, Gone? This is right up there with that other movie she likes about the conga line. <laughs> the conga line. Yeah, the guy from Frasier and the conga line. Oh, man. Chrissy, what was the other movie we watched? <laughs> other than Steel Magnolias. So you, sleeping you, with the Enemy. So you gave Steel Magnolias a B plus. I did. You've never seen Sleeping with the Enemy. No, this Ju- was one that my mom loved. Starring, oh, my God. Starring Julia Roberts. Yeah, she this used to was, talk about this movie. This was after Pretty Woman. So it was Steel Magnolias, Pretty Woman, Sleeping with the Enemy. And oh. was, she did some other ones in there, too, but... It was a busy couple years for her. She was making those box, man. Her hair was out of control. This this movie is all about her hair and her teeth. Pretty much every movie with her, but yeah, <laughs> they're at they're at their you know biggest biggest <laughs> for lack of better shiniest term. and most luscious like her really reddish. For those of you who have only heard of Sleeping with the Enemy but know nothing about it, I don't know many people that have seen this movie, to be honest what? with you. Guys, if you've never seen this movie, stop listening to this. Go see it and then come back. I'm not going to give too much away here simply because like, I feel like this becomes apparent in the first ten minutes. But basically, Julie Roberts is married to a douchebag of a husband who likes to beat her. He's got a mysterious mustache. He's, if by mysterious you mean porn star mustache. No, it wasn't big enough to be a porn star. It was like halfway between Hitler and porn star. (laughs) (laughs) Where you didn't have to talk and you're like, this guy's up to something bad. I want you to know that made me think of porn star Hitler. 
And then, oh, gross. And then I felt really badly about it. I need a shower. Gross. Think of, the peop- think of the people that would masturbate to that. No, no, no. Not okay. <laughs> Terrible. Not okay, Justin. Brooklyn, that's not okay. She's lumping out. She's like, no, what is this? Your mom's talking about porn star Hitler. What? A- <laughs> <laughs> God, she can't hear me. Or she can, but doesn't know what I'm saying. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> yeah, we, we've already brought up the stripper car wash, North Carolina. We might as well get into porn star Hitler. So... What did you think about sleeping with the enemy? I can't decide whether it's so bad that it's campy or it's so bad that it's good or it's just plain bad. I'm really like on the the three-sided fence, the three-pronged fence about this. God, are you like (laughs) levitating over it? Are you over it? It's a fork in the road fence. Oh, like, yeah. A I'm fork sit- in the road fence? Yeah, like I'm sitting on the Y part of the fork in the road fence. This is da- Are you pregnant? <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> I might be. Now I'm Humpty Dumpty. Like a spiked fence or something? <laughs> well, now you're taking it too far. But yeah, like I said, I can't decide whether it's bad, can't you be bad, good for you? bad. I'll decide for you? Yeah. It's so bad, it's good. That's what it is. Okay substantiate your argument especially the the like push me over to the side justin push me um i basically for anyone who's never seen this movie basically the movie or remember those books that your grandmother used to buy from rite aid about you know (laughs) married women in danger and um if it wasn't something like that it was the the guy that looks like Fabio. Or was Fabio? He was in, like, in several of them. The book covers were, like, the romance and stuff. Fabio? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those dollar star, dollar, dollar star. Harlequin romance novels is what you're going for. There was har- Harlequin romance, and then there was, like, women beaten, battered, and they kill their husband, pretty much. Revenge. That's, it's the second one. Lifetime movies. Yeah. Another much. passion of my mother's. So, <laughs> you have Julia Roberts at her, you know, almost prime... Almost prime. Well, she's had a couple primes, man. Yeah. She had like, you know, Pretty Woman, Brockovich. My Best Friend's Wedding. My Best Friend's Wedding. I mean, that's why she's still around pretty much. Anyway. And in this like drugstore cheap novel type movie with mysterious porn star Hitler. And nobody guy. who could act other than Julia Roberts, basically. So did you hate the guy so much because he was good at playing... No. Crazy? No. Like the worst sort of OCPD crazy? Like he had obsessive compulsive personality disorder. It was like textbook pretty much. He, well, yeah, he was OCD and abusive. And it was like the worst combination ever. It's like all the things you don't want in a partner was this guy. And a bad mustache. And a bad mustache. I don't, I don't, is there such thing as a good mustache? I'm not even sure. Sometimes. I don't know about that. It's a very small window. But yeah, I, I hated the actor in this too. He was so Patrick Bergen. Yeah, he's, he's Irish, so pompous, and I understand that that's like the character too. But it was the delivery of his lines and that made him good. His cadence, and it was just like, ugh, please make him stop. Where it's like it, it was the type of acting where it doesn't seem like, like. 
it's acting. Like, it seems like that's just that guy and they hired him. And not that, I mean, not the choices that he makes, but, you know, like, he's so, that pompous so guy. So not down with Patrick Bergen, star of, uh, what was what he in? I don't know. Lomar Man 2. What? He's in the Lomar. Have you seen the Lomar Man? No. I never even heard of it. Oh what God. is that? We're going to have to watch Lomar Man. Lo- the Lawnmower Man? The Lawnmower Man. Uh, okay. Anyway, like, he was in the sequel. <laughs> he's, he's a gardener. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most exciting. <laughs> t- <laughs> I don't know if it's a trilogy, but it should have been. <laughs> I'm about, sorry. All about lawn mowing. Wait, you mean something's called the Lawnmower Man? Like, I'm like, there's a word for that. It's called Gardener. I thought we'd seen this. Or Landscape I, Artist. I feel deja vu. I think I've had this conversation with you before. No, I'm telling you. Like, this is brand new to me. Don't like him. Remake the movie today. Who plays his role? Go. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Can he be douchey enough? Exactly. That's just it. He's like such a nice guy, or at least so we think. I actually think he has it in his acting capacity to play this horrible, douchey part because, you know, oh, I just figured it out. You know what the original Patrick lacked? He lacked any sort of charm, or I can't even say redeeming qualities because you know he doesn't have any, but any sort of... Yeah, he's got one big one. Yeah, money. Um, but And. <laughs> and something else. Uh, supposedly. But, like, literally, like, ever at, at every turn, not only are his choices and behavior appalling, just, there's literally nothing redeeming about him. It's not even, like, where they're in public and you could go... Ah, uh, well, I see how she fell from in the first place. Like, he's horrible in private, but in public, he can be kind of a charmer. I feel like Dempsey would strike a better balance. Like, you could see him at those parties and kind of, like, just being charming and kind, controlling. I want to see but that movie. I agree with you. I think that would be a great choice. And then behind closed doors, he turns into a monster. So, on the opposite end of the Julia Roberts love spectrum, yes. one guy made her want to pretend she was dead by drowning. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me to recast Julia Roberts' part. Well, that will come later. Okay. What did you think of the other guy? Was it Ben? Ben. Uh, and his Richard Marks haircut. Yeah, I think that got in the way. I was really distracted by the hair on his head and on his chest. It was too much. It was like it, they were trying to eat him from both ends. But he was a drama teacher. I appreciated the drama teacher. I love that when he revealed it, by the way, he was wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> like... Wow, could hit us over the head with it a little more. And you like me? <laughs> yeah. And in the very beginning, he was, like, doing um, West Side Story um, while landscaping his lawnmower man yard. <laughs> <laughs> he was a lawnmower man. He was a lawnmower man. <laughs> and right away, when she was uh, spying on him through the window, basically, Julie Roberts says, is... She's left her abusive husband. She faked her own death, went to Iowa, of all places, and is now trying to, like, start over with a new life, new name, and all that. And she gets out of the shower, and, like, she hears somebody singing, uh, the Jets are all here, da 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 and she looks out the window, and there's this guy basically singing, here come the Jets, and he's dancing with a sprinkler hose. Which, I mean, face it. Who hasn't done this? I know. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. If I, like, looked at my window and some guy was dancing relatively well, 
and singing from any Sondheim show, I'd be like, we could be friends. And he had a Richard Marks haircut. We could be friends. We could be friends. Uh, no, the, the haircut had to go. So if you took away the haircut, how was he? Um, Did you like the actor? Yeah, I think that's, the, yeah, that's just it. Would you have opened your heart to him quicker? I think that Julia Roberts played it wrong. I understand. I mean, not maybe not she, but the character was incorrect in her choices. Although I get she's trying to lay low and she's been hurt both physically and emotionally. She's made a ton of really terrible choices. She, yeah, she makes terrible choices. And when other people reach out to help her, as opposed to being mysterious and like making it almost like a, a trail for of crumbs for people to follow. Like, hey, has anybody mysterious moved in this neighborhood recently? And without a weird... Wait, is Julie Roberts saying that? No, like uh, like the husband when he's like out to look for her. Like, has anybody strange moved in recently with like a shady past? No! (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) she needs to actually warn people like, all right, here's the deal. If she's not ready to talk about it, that's one thing. But then you say, like, I had a really bad history before coming here. I had a hard time. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. But if you are asked by anybody about me, just, I would appreciate it if you would, you know, kind of like be quiet or mind your own business or tell them to mind their own business because, you know, I don't want to be found. Just like that. Like, leave it at that. And then later on, you can get into it further. Um, were you surprised when uh, the infamous Tal scene happened in the movie? Before he, she left him? I was, because when he came in and he, the towels weren't lined up in the bathroom, I was like, what's, I don't even understand what the problem is. And then he was like, some people need to be reminded. And she thanked him for reminding her that the towels should always be even with the stripe in the same direction. And I remember asking you, like, why is he upset? And you were like, the towels were uneven. And for a second, I kind of forgot that you had seen it three times. And I was just looking at you like you noticed that and like that seriously like you would know and get upset about something like that too because you said it like it was obvious you're like the towels were uneven and it gets even worse oh and then he beats her wait <laughs> yes it wasn't for the towels that was because she looked out the window and then she's got to spend her whole life um making sure her canned goods are facing the same way in, they have in to order. be lined up perfectly with the labels facing out Madness. Sheer madness. So, basically, let's think of all the several times where you're like, why did this happen? Because I think this is one of the king, why did this happen movies. Like, number one, um, before she fakes her death, mm-hmm. she drops her wedding ring in the toilet. So stupid. He finds it, what, a month later? Maybe, I don't know. Did he not use that toilet? <laughs> well, as you saw, they like, <laughs> that's a valid point, but they had c- covered everything that she apparently had touched or was considered her area with like painter's drop cloth. And for whatever reason, I guess that toilet was her toilet and therefore he wasn't going to be using it. I guess that's what happens when you have money. You have toilets for specific people and nobody else uses it but that person. If that person dies, nobody uses it again. That's that's what I got from that. But yeah, mistake number one. Is it like one. sectioned off or something? <laughs> it was. It was covered in painter's drop cloth. It's a ghost toilet. Did you notice? Here's the thing. 
If you are faking your death. <laughs> this is my dead wife's toilet. Please never use it again. <laughs> that drop cloth is here for a reason. It's to prevent you from using it. Anyway. Well, you think she would have closed the lid on it then. Or flushed it. Or flushed it. Or, hey, how about this? Hawk it. That's what I said. I was like, dude, she's starting over and needs some money. Pawn it. So that's number one. Like, the lights thing, I kind of understand. He, it was very out of, that it was still broken and he came out and found it. It's just like, okay, well. Well, like, any, and and anything or anybody could have broken the lights on the beach. Exactly. That's, yeah, neither here nor there. Number three. Yes. And you've already talked about this. Why did she move to Iowa? Obviously, she, she faked her mom's death. And sent her to a senior citizen home. But why was it in Iowa? It couldn't have been where she grew up because that would have been stupid. Did she right. just like elementary school, like spin the globe and put her finger down? And You're right. I'm going to move to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I don't speak the language. I'm going to move to the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Best of three. And she like spins it again. Antarctica it is. <laughs> I don't want to play this game now. Can we do that? You used to play that? That was the best game when you're at like the... Can we decide where we're going to live next based on that? Huh? Can we decide where we're going to live next based on that? I would suggest against it. <laughs> <laughs> we get jabs. We get jabs. It's true. Uh, so yeah, so she picks Iowa. Well, my understanding was that, and maybe I am wrong about this and making it up was that the original home that her mom had been staying in mm-hmm. was not too far from there. Well, then that was double stupid. Yeah. And that w- this was like a town or two over. I mean, it wasn't 2012. She could have, you know, relatively disappeared for a while, assuming that she saved enough money. Like how much money did she make at her? Library job. Not much. Okay. Clearly. Did she steal the money from him? Did he not know about it? Because she had to pay for this senior citizen home, I assume, right? Well, sometimes, yes. Sometimes Several Medicare will cover months or whatever. part of it. And Social Security will pay for a part she of it. She had to get a $1,000 a month. It was 700 plus first and last. Was it? I listened. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, rent was kind of high in Iowa back in the 80s. It was a house. I know. Still. A nice house with a porch. Don't you? And also, here's a question. If you're really running away, I understand on one hand the appeal of wanting to go somewhere kind of off the grid. But why would you pick a tiny town where everybody knows everyone else's business? And why would you not dramatically change your hair? That's what I said. Like even like bad Steel Magnolia's cut would be a lot better than just. Wear the Sally Bowles wig that you wore on the bus. No, not so much? Okay. I mean, come on. Rule number one of faking your own death or trying to escape your crazy husband is to dye your hair the opposite of what color it is now and either grow it or put on extensions or a wig for the opposite of whatever it is at that time. Especially if it's like Julia Roberts' hair. (laughs) Right, where it's like super obvious. You do everything you can basically to change your appearance. If you were skinny... Get fat. I mean, it's drink lots of life. coffee and darken your teeth. If yeah, if you <laughs> there you go. If you were fat, lose some weight so you're a little less noticeable. I hate. To, I'm just saying, being the be the opposite. If you were really pale, start tanning. Get pregnant by a one night stand. But yeah, 
So here's funny that right now Justin's thinking if I ever have to find Chrissy, I'm going to be looking for a black-haired, orange-tanned girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. That means I'm the crazy guy. That's screwed up. Womp womp. What if I want to escape you? I drowned in a <laughs> nighttime deep sea expedition. I was glad you didn't say pool because I was going to be like, there isn't a pool deep enough for you to drown, tall man. No, I got some 12 feet tools. Uh, tools. <laughs> Two feet tools. 12 feet tools. <laughs> yes, they do. That's in uh, <laughs> Porn Star Hitler. His movies. Pools. You would be, YMC, YMCA pool or It something. would be really hard for you to start over, Justin. You're not exactly inconspicuous. Like, even if you changed your hair. I'm like, ooh, now I don't recognize him at all. He looks totally different. <laughs> We're like, wear like a law. I could be like a guy on an undercover boss and wear like a hat wig. <laughs> And go to this, you know, strange business with cameras following me like, hey, I'm here to help you out. It's true. <laughs> I'm not undercover boss. <laughs> no matter what my hair slash wig looks like. And you would try to, like, not have an accent anymore. And it wouldn't work because as soon as you ask for a pen, someone would be like, you want a pin? And you'd be like, ah, damn it. This guy really knows a lot about our company. <laughs> <laughs> Some undercover bosses are terrible actors. I agree. But, okay, back to this movie. I mean, like, she should have gone to either a huge city, like New York, or if that's not far enough away, like L.A., Chicago, somewhere where you can kind of get lost in the crowd. Yes. Or, if you're going to go off the grid, go off the grid. Go to, like... Antarctica. Yes. Or, I was going to say, go to, like, a really small hippie community... In Oregon. Alaska. Live in a cabin. Yeah. Like a cabin in the woods. for a few years. Don't go to that cabin. (laughs) Oh my God. What? No. Cabin in the Woods 2 with Julia Roberts. And porn star Hitler? (laughs) Porn star Hitler. (laughs) He's dead, man. (laughs) Like he had like a Jason moment where you thought he was dead and he came back. But he's pretty dead now. He talks about bunkers a lot. Um, Bunkers. (laughs) Anyway. What? (laughs) Bunkers. And then over there is the lawnmower man singing his West Side story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this movie is just filled with ridiculous scenes. Like when uh, porn star Hitler mustache guy shows up at the senior citizen home. And like starts interrogating the mom like she's like he's a policeman. I'm a police officer with Chicago PD. Was she blind? But did she have all officers as well? Like, like she never met him, I guess, or or what? Yeah, or couldn't like honestly. I'm gonna if it were me and I were an old woman and I you she know have my faculties. She, yeah, I know my daughter's something in was afoot. And somebody comes in, they're like, "I'm with the policeman." I would be like. Can you give me your badge? Put it in my hand, or I would call a nurse in to supervise or when something. You, when you he- hear him like all around your room, uh, straightening everything, <laughs> <laughs> your towels are askew. <laughs> the pillowcase on this pillow has the seam in front. 
I'm going to smother you with it. And the point where he's like <laughs> slowly coming to smother her. No one like smothers anyone fast. It's all like in slow motion. You're like, no. When and somebody was, comes in. When I was a kid, I always tried to smother myself with a pillow to see if it actually worked. Oh my God. And did it a lot. <laughs> What is your mom doing? The oxygen deprivation really explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I was an only child. I didn't have friends. <laughs> I was like... I puked a little in my mouth. I used to sm- <laughs> try to smother myself when I was a kid with pillows. <laughs> I, I, I saw people do it in movies. And I was like, you can't really die from that. Come on. That's impossible. And I was talking about it with my mom. And I'm like, but it's, it's you can breathe. And she's like, no, if you do it hard enough, like, you can't. And I was like, yes, you can. And then I would go and try to do it. That is frightening. <laughs> that is pure, pure frightening. I'm tempted to try it again right now. Would you please not? I know you have a snoogle, but <laughs> chill. You got a baby in your stomach. Come on. Oh, yeah. I ate the baby. It's in my stomach. You know what I mean. I do. Um... <laughs> What else was ridiculous about this movie? Everything. Um, <laughs> that Julie Roberts dresses up as a man and people actually believe that she's a man. She goes to visit her mom in the old folks' home and is like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm here to see this woman. I love that it's the lawnmower man that suggests this. <laughs> it like gets a major brown points in the end. It's true. But... <laughs> He's like, here, you should put on this ridiculous outfit and go see your mom that you haven't seen in because forever. Because you know what I do? I teach drama. I will school you. <laughs> like she should have come in with like the <laughs> Joseph's amazing technical dream code or something. Oh my God, even better. <laughs> right? But who believes Julia Roberts is a man? I have to agree she did a good job as far as, you know, her gait was different. She's an she- Albert Nobbs. She's not Albert Nobbs. It's true. That would be like me trying to go. Can you see me trying to be a boy? Like in past, like. Guys, um, and this is a good time to bring this up. Um, we're almost nearing episode 100 on this podcast, which is amazing in its own, you know, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, will we keep at this pace? Probably not. We got somebody coming who's another little project of ours. We. But we don't want to be quitters. Lawnmower man. So, the lawnmower man. <laughs> He's <What>? coming. <laughs> so I was going to say, if we do slow up, go back and listen to our old stuff. It's pretty, like, we try to keep it's it green. It's halfway gr- decent. We try to keep it green. Like, you could watch it any time. It doesn't matter. It's not like we were, at the top, we were talking about the latest news. Sometimes, maybe. But, um... You were thinking of the Just One of the Guys podcast. That's what made you think of this, huh? Go back and listen to Just One of the Guys because you did dress up like a dude. I did. I got all excited. And you tried I, to talk like a dude. I was like, I can do it. And I like wore a baseball cap and a really big t-shirt and the baggiest pants I could find. It was it was um, sexy. <laughs> you didn't pass for a guy at all, though. Do you think if I really tried, I could pass for a guy? Well... Like, if my you're, life depended you're, on it? You're smarter than Julia Roberts in this movie, luckily. But do I... If I, like, had the right outfit, and I walked up to you, and I put on a deeper voice, and I was like, excuse me, sir. Where is this going? Is this something that you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> I have a confession to make. I know it's not quite one, episode 100 yet, but I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to start to transition after Brooklyn's here. I'm the pregnant man. <laughs> 
Spoiler alert, I'm the pretty man. Justin kept saying in the beginning, you're female, how have you not seen this? Well, <laughs> confession. I have a penis. <laughs> or what resembles a penis now. Or what will soon after surgery. No, he, he's, he's got it now. No, I know, but I haven't gone through the surgery yet. Please don't go through the surgery. Your dreams. Why was this movie called Sleeping with the Enemy, if you think about it? Because he was a douchebag, and she was doing him. <laughs> he was doing her, first of all. And he was doing her to the best music ever. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> How, by the way, when he was like basically punking her and got into her house, did she not notice... Or didn't seem to put two and two together that it's not natural that this classical thing she hated that he always screwed her on, like, with the, playing in the background was playing in their house. What was he? Like, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone? Like, she's gone. He's like, all right. <laughs> I'm really pissed at her. Like, I want to kill her. But before I kill her, I want to make her feel very awkward. <laughs> so I'm going to put our weird sex music in her tape player. <laughs> Hope that she plays it. And again, I'm pissed. So pissed that I'm going to go into her cupboard and, you know... Arrange all the canned goods. Rearrange all the canned goods so they're all <laughs> facing the right way. Because I know exactly the things that she remembers about me the most. That will get her. <laughs> and if she discovers all these things, instead of, you know, running out the door to the lawnmower man, she'll continue to discover them all around the house. Yeah, she just kept observing and, and like, trying to find things. I'm like, get out! Get out of the house! Why is this happening? Wah, wah, wah. wah oh, she was thinking, wah, like, he's wah. here and he wants to have sex with me again. <laughs> Hate sex. Oh, man. But the best part was at the very end when um, lawnmower man tries to help her, fails miserably... She gets the gun in the struggle. He was highly disappointing. He was. Like, he lasted, like, 30 seconds. He's a drama teacher. (laughs) You would think he would have been taught fencing or something. Well, at least he had, I mean, it's better than that he kicked the door down, at least, I guess. Right. And then um, she, like, has the gun, and she's shaking like a leaf, and you're like, oh, God, just shoot him already. Will you just shoot him? Because otherwise you're going down. And she picks up the phone, and at first I'm like, seriously? What? She's like calling for a pizza. Or yeah, I'm like, what? She's gonna make a phone call? Like he's gonna grab the gun? Fifteen minutes or less. And she's like, Dominoes. hi, police, come over. Yes. Fifteen minutes or less. I'll Dom- hold. Dominoes. Fifteen minutes or less. Right. And then finally, she tells the cops, "I just killed an intruder." And when you hear that, though, that's cool because you're like, oh, she's gonna get him, and then she gets him. It's true. That part was awesome. But then he's not dead, and then he jumps they up. They never are. They never are. Which is why you should never, ever, ever drop your weapon after assaulting somebody who's trying to kill you. Yeah. Well, there's ba- this is basically a uh, how-to-not-do list for women who <laughs> want to escape their crazy, obsessive uh, Honestly, wife-beater husbands. I don't even know if you could really do it now in 2012 with the advent of, you know, Spokio and Find Me and Google and... All of those sites that basically track everything you've ever done. Facebook. Facebook. We're, I mean, really, though, like, it's like, very hard to disappear off the grid now. Remember the net? Did you see the yeah, net? Yeah, I love the net. That was like 15 years ago, right? Angela. It's yeah. It's gotten worse and worse. 
It really has. That was a telling movie at the time. But, like, really think about it for a minute. Like, first of all, how would you even go about getting an alias? Because nowadays you need so many forms of proof of ID just to even get a driver's license. You know, where's your birth certificate? Where's your passport? Where's your social security card? Da-da-da-da-da. Like, how do you even get those materials? Yeah, I guess in adv- well in advance you'd have to find... You gotta Google that shit. You, you'd have to find somebody to sell it to you. Sell you an identity, basically. And have that well in place before you escape. So you can assume it as soon as you're ready. I'm plotting. Am I giving you ideas? My long hair wig that I'm gonna use. <laughs> it's gonna be a mullet. It's gonna be like the lawnmower man's. Yeah. Pretty much. And also, you should go somewhere really unexpected of you. Like, for me, that would be Florida. No, it would be Alaska. Because you hate the cold. True. (laughs) I would hate that. It would be like the worst transitional (laughs) life ever. It would just be, I'd basically like hang out with Ariel Tweedo all day. Be like, what do we do up here? And she'd be like, well, we could go fly or hunt. And I'd be like, what else do we do up here? Well, it's, it's, she's still got like six, seven thousand people in her town. Ariel? Yeah. Uh, It's not like Eskimo, like igloos around anything. It's a pretty large town. The only way out is with plane. Little known secret, she doesn't even really live there. She only lives there when they are filming. And otherwise she lives in LA. Oh, she's a liar. Ariel, no. (laughs) She's cool. We like her. But yeah, I I mean, if you were trying to go somewhere really unexpected of you, where would you go? Where would I go? Yeah. Um, somewhere in Asia, I guess. You can't leave the country if you don't I'd have any t- ID. I'd be twice as tall as everyone. If you don't have ID, you can't leave the country. I could find that stuff. Uh, actually, I would go to Canada. Canada. I, I mean, for me, I'm, I, I have citizenship, so that, that makes it easier. I don't have to change my name. I could just go. Couldn't pet the bears, though, in Canada. You have to be careful. <laughs> Thanks for that tip. I'll keep that in mind when I escape. Don't pet the bears. Why are you... St- I escape you. You beat me. <laughs> We're talking about escaping in general. We're having this discussion. We're looking longingly at a uh, chick with a boat. <laughs> Isn't that what he Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's here? He likes our house. People who have not what seen this movie mean? are so confused right now. They're like, what are they saying? Well, from no Canada one, to a boat? We told people, if you haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this. We do? We don't want to don't want to ruin this, uh, this experience? Cinemax, you know, at you know, 2 a.m. awesomeness. It's not to be confused with Skinemax at 2 a.m. awesomeness. No, there's no Julia Roberts boobage. Sorry about that. There are some awkward sex scenes. Really awkward. Where it's like not passionate at all, even though I think he thinks it is. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. It's like, hey, let me fuck you up against a wall. (laughs) Isn't that hot? I'm not even going to use any lube, nor am I going to ask you if you're enjoying it. (laughs) I'm just basically going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Hitler. And I'm going to say it with my <laughs> hips and my stash. And then it'll be over. Ugh. What a prison to live. She, like, what, like, Ugh. four years? No, she said it. it was, like, three years, six months, seven <laughs> days, or something crazy But like it that. felt like 
14 years, <laughs> seven months, right? three days, two hours, yeah. four minutes, 30. So. Thank God she didn't have children because that's the other thing. Like, what do you do once you have kids? It's, your kids apparently kill you <laughs> because they're half insane. Then no, then it becomes not without my daughter with Sally Field. Oh gosh, I was waiting for that to come up. What do you mean that was you were you knew that somehow that movie was going to make an appearance that's in this a, podcast? That's a close cousin to Sleeping with the Enemy. I love Not Without My Daughter. Have you seen Eye for an Eye? Yes, and oh, I can never think of Keeper Sutherland as anything other than a rapist. I don't care if he was how many seasons he was in twenty four, like. I still go back to eye for an eye. Like, that's Kiefer Sutherland to me. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm going to save the world. But first, I'm going to rape this kid. And now that he's in that... Oh, that, that She's Justin. Now that he's in... <laughs> that movie's scary, dude. Now that he's in this what TV show about, like, not touching kids appropriately, I'm like, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Kiefer Sutherland never changed from eye for an eye. <laughs> Same guy. I just can't watch that movie, that show with a straight face, man. It's called Touch. <laughs> <laughs> now show me on this doll where Kiefer Sutherland touched you. No, isn't it like, show me on this doll where someone touches you in the future? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Does he like see the future or something? I don't really know what it's about. Sorry, guys. I just know there's just, like something nefarious involving children involved and he's in it. I think he knows something. Oh. I don't know if he's... I don't know. I hope he's one of the good guys. <laughs> he needs help. <laughs> Hopefully it's more, uh, you know, 24 than Eye for an Eye with Kiefer there. <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking of Eye for an Eye and it's making my toes girl. It's not good. It's really bad. How are we going to... What? We have two more episodes. <laughs> Yeah. 99 and 100. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. None. We how do, think how about do we this. make it this far, number one? Maybe we need to have a baby, and that could be episode 100. <laughs> we got a stall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode <laughs> is meant for. I feel like I'm. I'm what's his face in Harry Potter? June. We saw this for about 10 weeks. Can this be the longest episode ever? Right, and then like the next episode serves for July, <laughs> and then... I lo- we oh lose our God. jobs. <laughs> All for this podcast. Hey, unless somebody wants to pay us to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was freaking freaking funny. It'd be like porn star Hitler mustache crazy. Not without my porn star Hitler mustache lawnmower man crazy. I can't believe you call him the lawnmower man. You're the one who brought up lawnmower man in the beginning. Oh, it's because the other guy's in the lawnmower man too. But now we're going to have to watch lawnmower man. <sighs> it sounds like you're saying long mower man. Lawn mower. Lone mower? Yes, it's just one. It's not multiple mowers. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Lawn more man. There you go. Sorry, guys. I got a deep accent. Does it feel weird to say it correctly? Um. Lawn mower man. Lawn mower man. Lawn. Lawn. Like I'm, st- L- I'm still thinking about Stu Magnolias, man. <laughs> like imagine you're saying L O N. L O N. Lawn. Lawn. 
Yes. More man. Yeah. There. Ta-da. I should be a dialect coach. Make fun of me. <laughs> what else do you have to say? I did not vomit in my mouth. <laughs> you said you did. It was not. It was regurgitation. Um, is that the same thing? No, it is not. Okay. It's, it's Regurgitation is like a bad taste. Wow, guys. What, so what's your grade for sleeping with the enemy? <laughs> A plus. A plus. <laughs> um, it's a very enjoyable experience. Pop some popcorn. What if my cut I'm your hair sure off? Seen this. Cut your hair off. Make some bad decisions. Have you get beaten in the face? Listen to some really horrible classical music while you're having sex against a wall. It's a wall. Escape to Alaska, not Iowa. <laughs> What else? That's all I got. I don't know. Learned so much. Learned how to dance with the sprinkler hose. <laughs> um, check us out. We're on Twitter. Justin Winners, Chris Winners. We're on Facebook. iTunes. <laughs> We're everywhere. Pinterest. We, are n- we cannot get, go off the map if we try. Friendster. Spokio. <laughs> YouTube. Vimeo. <laughs> Live journal. Oh, man. We talked about that last time. MySpace. MySpace. (laughs) Gosh. Yeah, we can't escape if we tried. We suck. You're going to find us. We're never going to be able to think about this a lot. You're thinking about escaping? Well, we got to, I mean, if we, if that's an option, we got to think about it a lot because it's going to be pretty damn hard. As a child, yeah. Kind of keep forgetting about that. <laughs> Good now. <laughs> Quick, before she gets here, let's run away. This will be the last episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.